0: Hello, my homies and homegirls. Thank you so much for being here today. I think I know why you clicked on the play button. Most likely you're in the middle of your coffee break and thinking to yourself. What
1: am I going to do on the next 15 minutes while I finish my coffee?
0: And I think you've made the right decision. Yes, because nothing goes better with your coffee break than a new episode of your favorite podcast. Unless of course is a slice of carrot cake. Because let's be honest guys, nothing is better than carrot cake. This is the second part to my previous episode. If you have not listened to it, let me tell you, we ran out of time and I realized that I was going to have to break it in two parts. But before we go any further, here is a shout out to today's sponsor for the show. Stay away chewing gum. For those times when you want to avoid having tough conversations face to face with people, you can find them in their three different flavors. Spicy garlic, morning breath, or the most popular of all, 100 cavities. As I mentioned on my last episode, even though I started my work life a little a little later, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> sorry guys, English as a second language. It's a struggle. It's a real struggle. Anyway, as I mentioned on my last episode, I started my work life a little later than usual, well, for my family standards anyway. But I've had quite a few jobs and I already mentioned some of them. And honestly, I don't want to run out of time again, so I'll briefly share two more work experiences that I've had before we get to the meat and bones of today's episode. I have worked as a sales representative at a retail store called Homesense. That was my first job in Vancouver, and one of the things I didn't like about this job was working in the pillow section or cushions section however you want to call it and the reason for that it's because these cushions smell really weird like really bad I should say. Some of my friends say that that particular smell that I'm referring to actually comes from the duck feathers inside the cushions. Well let me tell you one thing if that Is how ducks smell? They should come up with a duck cologne. (laughs) Sorry guys, that was a terrible joke. My second job in Vancouver was as a face-to-face fundraiser. And honestly, this is a tough job guys. I mean mentally and emotionally. The job basically consists on trying to stop as many people as you can to talk to them and convince them to support the cause you're cheering for. Out of the 10 people you try to stop in one hour, let's say, guaranteed, 7 or 9 will say no. And the challenging part is that those people that said, I don't want to talk to you, at least 4 of them would do that in a very mean way. In fact, they were so mean about it that I would often wonder what the heck happened to you as a child to be this angry with life? I mean, I'm just trying to do my job, okay? Just give me a break. So, guys, do me a favor. If you ever come across a fundraiser on the street or at a mall, just just be gentle. You don't have to be rude, okay? Just say, "Uh, I don't have time. Thank you so much. And that's it. Move on. And now for the great finale. I am going to tell you all about the job that I have hated the most. Like I have not hated a job so passionately before. And this is the time when I worked a call center in El Salvador. I have to give you some context on how I ended up in this particular job just because I think it's relevant to the story. I was in my third year of university in El Salvador and I was a full-time student. One day, while having lunch, my mom tells me,
1: Roberto I think you need to get a job. I mean, uh, it's gonna be good for you.
0: But mom, I'm, I'm a full-time student.
1: <laughs> so? <laughs> oh my god. Do you think that because of that, you can't have a job? Look at your grandpa, hard-working man. Look at your grandma, hard-working woman. Okay, in fact, take a look at your sister. She's a full-time student and she's also working.
0: Uh, Yeah, mom, I totally get where you're coming from, but I want to maintain my good grades in university.
1: (laughs) Oh my god, that's the poorest excuse that I've ever heard, Roberto. Honestly, like, come up with something better than that. Tomorrow you start looking for a job. No, 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 no excuses. Okay, you start looking for a job tomorrow.
0: During the week... My mom, my younger brother, and myself, in that particular time of my life, would always have lunch together. And every time we sat at the table to eat lunch, my mom would ask me
1: the same question. Uh Aha, Roberto. How many jobs did you apply for today? Can you please tell me?
0: Uh, she asked me so many times that I ended up getting a job so that she wouldn't ask me anymore. And this is how I ended up in this job, working at a call center in El Salvador that was hired by FedEx to answer calls. Uh, Oh my God, guys, there are so many things I hated about this job that it's crazy, but I'm gonna keep it short and I'm just gonna share with you the most significant ones to begin with they made us wear long sleeve dressing shirts and ties and dressing pants and dressing shoes do you know how awful that is when the temperature outside is 30 degrees Uh, let, let if you don't know let me tell you it is horrible your armpits become like geysers Shooting sweat all over the place. And trust me, it doesn't matter how much deodorant or what kind of deodorant you use. The other thing is, I hate repetitive tasks. And there is nothing more repetitive than answering phone calls for eight hours straight. And on top of that, you always have the same conversations. I mean, you're either scheduling a pickup for a package or helping a client trying to track a package. Here's another thing why I hated this job. I was working part-time, quote-unquote, but I say quote-unquote because back then, I don't know, maybe now that has changed, but back then there was no concept of part-time jobs. In paper, yes, but in practice, eh, not really. So, because I was working part-time on paper, I would only get two 15-minute breaks during my shift. And I mean, I was working six and a half to eight hours every shift. And here is the question. What can you do in a 15-minute break. Honestly. Well, okay, let me tell you what I did, okay? It took me 45 seconds to get to the nearest bending machine. By the time I made a choice of the snack that I wanted to eat, two minutes had gone by. And by the time I had finished my snack, five minutes would have just disappeared. So, that only left me with 10 minutes. What I'm about to tell you right now, it's the reason why I hated, guys, I hated having two 15 minute breaks. Okay, so, by the time I finished my snack, five minutes had gone by, right? Leaving me with only 10 minutes to do whatever else I wanted. Well, there were times in which after having my snack, nature would call like an emergency call kind of thing. <laughs> okay, I'm not talking about number one here. I'm talking about a number two and not just any number two. Uh, number two, like, you know, the level of release the Kraken, you know, or or maybe like Kaiju level 4 or level 5 And and I don't know about you But when I go do my business You know Number 2 I like to take my time I like to be relaxed I don't want to be pressured I don't want to be rushed I don't want to have to cut the conversation short So whenever that happened I was faced with two options And, and, and trust me two options only, because there was nothing else. One, uh, I can hold it and wait until I got back home. But honestly, uh, I just hate doing that. It, it, It doesn't feel good, you know? And the second option I had was get in there into the washroom and do my business as best and as fast as I could. Guys, I had to teach myself how to do my business in eight and a half minutes. Yes, eight and a half minutes. And, and the reason for that is because I had to take into consideration the time that I was going to use to wash my hands and the time that it was going to take me to get back to my computer and log on into the system again. Doing that and teaching my body... How to cope with that kind of stress <laughs> was the biggest achievement of that year. The other thing I hated about this job were the calls themselves. Number one, it was an inbound call center, which means that you finish one call and then you have another one waiting for you right away. There's no break in between and in a given hour out of the 50 calls that i would you know take at least 20 of them were angry clients i hated dealing with angry clients i mean i get it you're searching for your package because you were promised that it was going to be delivered today and the driver didn't show up or you're waiting for someone to pick up the package and maybe that's the last thing you're gonna do before you close the shop I mean, I get it, but honestly, you don't have to be rude over the phone. Anyway, moving on. I have to tell you guys how I quit this job because I think it was epic. (laughs) I mean, don't get me wrong. I am not proud of what I did, but I have to tell you. After a year of working in this particular job. I had a morning shift one day, and for those of you who know me really well, you know I'm not a morning person. So I woke up early to go to work, and I sat on my bed, I looked at myself in the mirror, and I said, I can't do this no more. <laughs> and I went back to bed, <laughs> Yep, I mean I fell asleep again. And I didn't call my job to say I'm not going to show up. In fact, I never called them to say that I was quitting. I just disappeared. And, oh man. After one week of not showing up to work, they started calling me like crazy. Like they would call me in the morning, at noon, and even at night sometimes. (laughs) So it turns out, that one of my friends that used to work there as well phones me and she says
1: Hey Javier, uh, Human Resources is looking for you and for whatever reason they asked me What's going on? You know what? Maybe you should give them a call uh,
0: So finally I give them a call and in the back of my head I was thinking okay maybe the reason why they're after me it's because I have to pick up a check, maybe I am going to get some money uh, because I'm quitting. Honestly guys, I was so immature, (laughs) I don't even know why I thought of that. Uh, So long story short, I had to go into the office because I needed to officially sign documentation to resign. And that was my last day at that job. Now you know the story of the job that I have hated the most. Guys, thank you so much. It has been a lot of fun going through all these memories with you. I hope you join me on the next episode. Muchas gracias. Thank you very much for listening to the show. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today but make sure to join us in our next episode, okay? Also, feel free to share this podcast with all your friends, family members, co-workers, your pet, <laughs> anything in between. Also, you can follow me on Instagram at rfj.cuellar or send me an email to coffeeandbread@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Hasta la vista, baby!